Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. How well are we looking after our senior citizens? Richard de Haast is the National Director for Salvos Aged Care Services and he shares how the aged care arm of the Salvos help the elderly, including those who are homeless and vulnerable. So we do that in a, in a number of um, contexts and environments. Uh, we look after uh, just under 3,000 people, which is an enormous privilege um, and a wonderful opportunity. And they um, can live with us in our residential aged care centres. They uh, live with us in our retirement village and independence uh, living environments, as well as um, we go into people's homes. We have the, the, the honour of helping people in their homes in our community business. And of course, we do operate a, a specialist respite centre in Canberra. Can you expand on the work that you do with them in their own homes to make it sort of easier for them to live? Oh, absolutely. So uh, I think increasingly um, individuals who require care as they age have a a very strong preference to remain in their own homes um, and remain in a familiar context as they struggle and deal with uh, infirmity, uh, both physical or, or mental, um, and being in a familiar context, a, a home that you've lived in often for a long and protracted period of time, it gives you some some anchor points rather than relocating into a residential age, age care centre. So our teams uh, across the country, predominantly though in uh, Melbourne and in Tasmania and in Sydney, Brisbane to a little extent and Port Macquarie, um, have the opportunity to go into people's homes for a variety of of services that could be companionship, it could be taking people shopping, it could be uh, care, you know, showering, helping people cook, uh, it could be clinical um, opportunities and support. So there's quite a range of activities that we do in that particular space. So there's a, a number of streams I know in some councils they subsidise some of the support. Um, and, of course, for those that are truly vulnerable, I know that, that we, we do pro bono work for those individuals too. And you're mentioning some other areas like that extraordinary network of aged care uh, residential uh, homes. That's right. We've got uh, 20 around the country. Um, a bit earlier, you talked about the homeless. Um, across that 20, we've got uh, two that are specifically for people who the former homeless um so one here in montrose uh, in sydney called montrose uh, that looks after specifically former homeless men and then james barker house in melbourne uh, which looks after a mixed population of men and women um, also from a former homeless background and of course our goal and aspiration as part of our national agenda is to increase the number of those and open at least four to five specific residential aged care centres for the homeless. Is there much of a waiting list? Um, There is an enormous amount of waiting list. And of course, um, often, if we look at that specific cohort of people, um, given the lifestyle they've led, um, both their living arrangements, but also often substance abuse and mental health problems, they can be quite a challenging cohort to to work with and support and, and have living with you. And so I think that's why often a lot of people shy away from caring for that group, but uh, not us. We're going to be in there, uh, boots and all, to make a difference. We're talking with Richard from Selvos Aged Care about how the Selvos help the elderly.
Tell us about someone that's made a real impact on you that you've helped. Um, I, I think I've, I've made a number of residents um, in my time. Maybe I can just briefly talk about two. Um, last month, I was down in Canberra to celebrate the 30th anniversary of our respite centre there. So for 30 years, the Army has been working with ACT Health to provide a respite centre, um, very small, 15 beds and a, and a day program as well. But I met a lady there who had come into the respite, the residential respite, effectively palliative, unable to talk, uh, not eating, uh, weight loss, and, and the family didn't hold out a lot of hope for her. Um, fast forward to these 30th year anniversary celebrations, and there she is. She's walking around. Um, she left her walking stick at the door because she was dead keen to, to keep on moving. And I spoke to her daughter, and, and her, her eyes just welled up with tears. And she said, you, you cannot believe the difference uh, the team here have made for my mother. Um, it is literally transformative. Wow. It really, really is. And so it's wonderful to hear those stories. And, of course, I was at Montrose in my first month. I was visiting um, and talking to, to, to one of the residents and um, listening to a fascinating but very difficult life story that he had experienced. Um, and he looked at me, and he looked at my name badge. He said, Richard, you need to understand, I'd be dead if it wasn't for Montrose. Really? Yeah, really, wow. really powerful stuff. Why? Well, what happened? We were, we were there. We, nobody else wanted to take him because very difficult behavioral problems. He's got a, a brain injury that makes him um, very erratic sometimes in his behavior. He still um, is a substance user, um, and nobody wanted to touch him, but he found a home with us. He found a, a group of people um, who wrapped their arms around him, gave him plenty of support, plenty of encouragement, um, and yeah, that is the difference um, the teams make every single day around the country. Wow. That's so encouraging. It is, absolutely. And it's a wonderful, it's incredibly inspiring um, to be operating in that, that environment. It really, really is. Because, you know, each day, 1,900 staff get up, get out of bed, come to work to make a difference. That's Richard DeHaast, National Director for Salvo's Aged Care in Australia. To read more about Richard, the work that he does, a bit of his background, and the work that the Salvos do for the elderly, the homeless and the vulnerable, grab next week's copy of Warcry. There's a great article there.